535 pages. <laughs> oh, that is the that's like the full um, that's like the prototype uh, rule book. You know what I mean? It's just a lot of there's a most of that is irrelevant to you. You know what I mean? Like it is setting information or stuff like that for 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 GMs or extra stuff that like is you know not necessarily important to you. Okay, right so now. we can just like take one of these and. Copy it over, right? Is that what this is? Oh, is the random generator? Yeah. You, you can. Um, okay. I, I would I would still prefer to like for everybody to make their own sure. individual thing because there's some cool individual stuff going on. But I did put those on there as an example of like how to fill out the sheet and the kind of stuff you'd be looking at, right? Okay. The, the reason that I have this big 535-page monstrosity <laughs> on here is because it's, it is, as far as I can tell, the latest iteration of the rules, right? Even beyond the quick start rules that are on drive through RPG that was updated like you know you know a couple of months ago and this one came from July you know what I mean so it's like it's had playtest feedback and some some rounding off and polishing and things so nice so when I say attempt to explain still fleet it's because that it's um, it's sort of tone and style and everything is very particular um, in a way that will make sense once I explain the influences, right? Okay. Okay, so first of all, it is like, v v vaguely speaking, it is hard sci-fi, right? And in a sense, it is like dark. Um, think of like in the tradition of like the original Alien, right? Or the Scott's Alien, right? Gotcha. Um, where, you know, uh, it, it, there are dark, twisting, or, or Event Horizon might be a good uh, point of comparison too, where, you know, spaceships are less like, you know, age of sale kind of like communal explorations and more like these dark twisty labyrinths where like things can hide in like the ventilation system and behind grates and you know and cryo and everything and can, can jump out and like really ruin your day right um and so there's there's the sense of like just the just the angst and the horror of like being out in space where there's like no oxygen and like a mechanical failure like that could turn you into a popsicle. You know what I mean? It's terrible stuff, right? It sounds really optimistic. It oh, is. Yeah. On top of that, um, is sort of a science fantasy kind of uh, style, right? Okay. If you've read um, Gene Wolfe's Book of the New Sun, or like, there's a little bit of like a, a Numenera influence, you know, that kind of thing, where it's mm -hmm. like, there's a blending of I'm trying to think of a good sort of point of comparison some of the shorts in like the the heavy metal movies and stuff like that you know oh, yeah, so yeah. sort of like kind of sci-fi and kind of fantasy at the same time right there's that influence there's also some Lovecraftian stuff in here right as you do plus it's like anti-capitalist <laughs> so there's like elements of Brazil, Terry Gilliam's Brazil, or like Kafka in space, you know what I mean? There's this, there's this weird like 
bureaucracy See. that sort of like feeds everybody in like multicolored goop dispensers and like you know people toil for this weird sort of like um, East India Company esque like you know entity you know and there's all these weird sort of like um, forms and analysts going around and like doing like mind scans to make sure that everything that you filled out in your form is correct and all this shit and you're just trying to like you're trying to get by you're trying to make a living you know you're trying to like make something of, of yourself and, and the company is like the enemy you're right it was weird that you said Brazil because I read their like short synopsis and for some reason that popped out first and I'm like that can't be right no it, it is definitely right alright <laughs> so um, so yeah it's like post-human biopunk grimdark alien inspired but it's also kind of ridiculous just in the sense that like when you adopt a science fantasy tone or or, or something mm -hmm. like brazil which is you know kind of a, it's, it's ridiculous concept right you you sort of start to stretch into these like times when like um it's so absurd. It's funny. Yeah, it, it's so absurd. It's like it's 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 funny and it's also like maybe unsettling. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you've got these like fascist, uh, sentient beaver creatures. You know what I mean? Like that. Who 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 all you know worship uh, you know some poorly translated copy of uh, Malcolm Gladwell's last novel you know last book or you know Jesus. something weird like that where it's like oh that's that's bizarre but also like very dangerous you know yeah. sounds very Rick and Morty or something it's, like it's, a, it's yeah. kind of surreal in that in that sense right you know and obviously there are dials right where like you can turn up the grim dark aspect of it or you can turn up the weird aspect of it I prefer to sort of bend in the direction of like sort of you know, cosmic stoner rock space weirdness. You know what I mean? Where, um, Appreciate um, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, gel. that's 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 basically still fleet. And so, so the idea is that you are some humanoid entity, right? Um, and it's your job to explore either, sometimes both, in the course of just your 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 ventures as they call them uh hulks or rocks right mm. hulks being the um <laughs> derelict um vessels that have been sort of stranded out in space right which may house like you know cool technological treasures or you know uh, money or resources or, or or what have you or rocks which are sort of like abandoned planets and planetoids and things like that you'll go down there to sort of reconnect with you know a, a, a planet or a moon or something like that it's been lost to people for for a while um and and do some kind of task there right and so your ventures can include exploration it can include um you know archaeology it can include uh, kidnapping and murder you know like whatever whatever it may be right whatever is necessary at the time Sometimes all three, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was that one episode of Star Trek that literally fits that to a T. God, it's like a season finale, I think. 
So need to remember names. Better. You guys, you guys play basically various explorers, for for lack of a better word. You you work for the Worshipful Company of Still Fleeters, otherwise known as the Company or the Co. For short, right? Um, theoretically, you're working together, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to, because again, and leaning on a sort of Brazil influence, it's like. Everyone's kind of out for themselves, right? Including you, you know what I mean? And and there is... Uh, w- uh, there's a mechanic that I'll get to later which does kind of echo that sort of paranoia-esque sort of like, yeah, but what if I... What if I took your stuff and also <laughs> fuck you? You know, that kind of... That kind of vibe, right? Now, the term still fleet, right? In, in Worshipful Company of Still Fleeters. Still fleet comes from the fact that... that a lot of the planets were once populated by humans or post-humans or, or what have you, mm. and that most of these planets um, are orbited today by these massive dead derelict ships. Right? Um, their tachyon drives are unpowered. Their dimensional mills broken. Like whatever it is, and basically, uh, fleeters uh, or sort of like you know people who do this sort of thing. They, they, it's, we're, we're talking about like this is like a hundred million years into the future, right? Um, none of the ships really work, right? And so, in order to get to these hulks out in space, um, you use these sort of like weird space time gates called stiff works, um, which, uh, and I'll, you'll, you'll go through one in this, in this little venture, and I'll, you'll see what I'm talking about, but. Basically, it acts as kind of like a, not a Stargate exactly, but it's like a weird sort of physics-defying tunnel from the spindle, which I'll explain that in a minute, that's sort of like the hub area, right, to this hulk or rock or whatever it may be, right. So speaking, speaking of... Space current or something? Like, sort of, yeah. I mean, it's, you'll, you'll, you'll see when you go through... One of these tunnels. I don't want to say too much about it right, right now, but you, you'll go through one of these tunnels in the course of the venture, and, and that'll help kind of frame the idea for you, right? So, over the years, Worshipful Company of Still Fleeters became Work Still, and then Still Works, and then Stiff Works, just in the way that language sort of like evolves, evolves in that way. And so that name didn't stick to the company, but it did stick to the, the gate that I was talking about that linked, to the, that linked the various reefed still fleets to the empty and living provinces on the planets below them, right? That the, mm. uh, the, the fleets are just sort of, the ships are just kind of orbiting, okay. right? And also Spindle. Um, spindle is this, um, it's this big black s- cylindrical structure of alien design it spins incredibly fast at the edge of this like pinkish nebula right at an unknown distance from earth nobody knows how far away it is um it is very large mostly dark and unmapped and has for three centuries maintained a humanoid friendly atmosphere um this is sort of like a color-coded example of like what it looks like what we know it is weird sort of like bio haunted conch shell kind of <laughs> vibe, right? Bread that's been left out really long. <laughs> yes. 
it grew life and then life grew on that life. Mm -hmm. And so that is where, you know, that's where um, basically everybody uh, lives these days. Right. Um, the, the, the company operates out of this thing. Um, it's become sort of a hub for, you know, all kind of humanoid species to sort of interact and most likely, like, you know, work for the company. Right. Um, and it is... It's this, it's this huge thing that, you know, um, has all these sort of, like, labyrinthine, like, tunnels and pockets and rooms and, and, and stuff like that. Um, and it serves as sort of your, your hub, right? You know, you always start at Spindle. Well, it's always. Usually you start at Spindle. You go to one of the stiff works, right? You get um, what's called a banshee, who's sort of like the, the, the technical wizard in the group, right, to open one of these stiff works, right, and go through this weird space-time tunnel, and you end up in one of these ships that's just floating out in space, or one of these rocks, you know, or whatever. Right. And you go do your business, you come back, and then you turn in a report to the company, to your refactor, who's like your mm -hmm. supervisor, right? And he's like, okay, I, guess I can pay you this and this and this. But part of, the, part of the game is, like, cleverly lying to the company, like, Oh, I only found these things. Meanwhile, your backpack is full of like all this other shit that you intend to sell in like the bizarre area by yourself. Yeah. Make the real right? And eventually, you know, some kind of like analyst is like, mm, I've got some discrepancies here. Like, I have to make your day bad now. You have to take it to like an interrogation suite, scan your brain, and audit you. Yeah. So, but yeah, you come back and you're paid a certain amount of money, which you can use to like buy stuff and yada yada yada. Right. So there's this weird, you know, late capitalist kind of grimy economy that's going mm -hmm. on that, that you're trying to like um, all about that hustle, manipulate and, and and get on your get on your grind, right? <laughs> okay, what else? I think the coffee's done, by the way. What should I explain? So, at this point in time, right, again, this is 100, 100 million years into our future, right, about 20 years ago, right, there was this weird, massive, like, tachyon storm uh, that the senior archivist maintained was emanating from the future um, that basically cut off all the stiff works on Spindle, right? All the all the gates, basically. So you couldn't get to or from Spindle. Mm. Like, that was it. Um, uh, that's basically known as the tech quake, right? You know, that's what everybody usually calls it. Um, and basically what was like this bustling network of agents like linking planets and hulks and like doing, you know, trades and, and you know, uh, all this stuff... Um, basically became this like the spindle turned into this like marooned dystopia right you know like they were surviving on mush and card games and petty political upheavals 
they, they couldn't even reach Terra, you know, what they call Earth these days, mm-hmm. for like three decades. You know what I mean? It's like that's, that's how long they've been uh, uh, separate from it. An entire generation of fleeters grew up having never ventured out into the stars. This year, however, in game, the tachyon spikes suddenly fell to acceptable levels, right? And they did like a test transmission, and there was a successful reply. So they went, ah, okay, right. So now we can start what they call tacking the, the stiff works and like reestablishing them, right? And so transgalactic, transdimensional trade can now resume, and the companies all go know about it. They're like, <laughs> we need you to you know, open up these lines of trade again. It'll be good for you, it'll be good for us, like, make it happen, right? They, of course, don't mention how horrifying and, and dangerous that, that act is going to be, but they're like, hey, we just need a few hardy, young, brave souls to try it. And, you know, since the past 20 years have been like you've been basically stranded on Spindle, like, however long you've been here, whether you're whether you were born here on Spindle itself, whether you were born in one of, like, the... Uh, you're a, you're a, a provincial, you're one of the provinces on some moon or something like that and just got stranded there, you know, or you're from a different kind of planet entirely and like Spindle's just sort of alien to you. You're probably dying to like get off of the, you know, the station, right? And so that's, that's what motivates you, right? You know, now that these, now we can start opening these stiff works again, you can go out and do cool stuff and not eat like weird neon goop from a, a vending machine, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, nutrient paste. Yeah. Nutrient goop by Frito-Lay. Yes. <laughs> they survive. Yeah, it does ha- kind of have the consistency of like, there's. it's like, um, like, you know that pink slime that they make chicken nuggets out of, you know? It's that kind of like vibe, right? It comes out of this weird nozzle. Yeah, <coughs> a little bit more solid than tapioca, but not yes, much. but but not enough to be enjoyable. <laughs> so, uh, you you may be wondering, uh, how do I put a character together? Well, I will explain. Uh, no, I won't actually. Yes, I won't. <laughs> uh, guess. Just write numbers and just, see what happens. Just guess. So basically, you need to make two key choices. You need to you need to pick a class and you need to pick a species. That's pretty straightforward, right? Here are the classes that are available to you, right? For the purposes of this little one, two shot, whatever it is, okay? There's the Banshee, who basically is kind of like a company pilot slash navigator, right? The Banshee is a technology expert that is trained to tack stiffworks, to establish them, open them up, close them, whatever. Enabling all of this, like, extra-dimensional, like, you know, intergalactic, transgalactic travel possible. Right. And so that job is so important that if you do not have one in your group, your refactor with the company will provide you with one. Right. Like, you just can't do it. Yeah. You need somebody there. So I would encourage at least one of you to play a, a, a Banshee just to save from having an NPC tag along whose sole job is to do that. Open and close gates. Yes. (laughs) There's a factor, which is related to the refactor, right? A merchant marine officer, an aspiring director in the company trained to boss others around, keep their morale up, and make trade deals. Right. There is a peer, P-I-R, who's a company scholar slash doctor, right? 
they describe it as a therapist, exoplanetary priest, and or trauma surgeon for the team. Fantastic. Wonderful. Then there's a a, a Razi, R-A-Z-I, an exoplanetary ranger, Mm. a scout who's trained to track anyone down, tame any beast, shoot any foe, right? There's the Steel Raider. Uh, it's spelled like Steel Rider, but there's a J in it, kind of like, uh, you know, how the like Dutch words like the style will have mm. just a, the J is silent. Yeah, right. Just kind of tossed in there. That's a company soldier. They wear a, basically an armored exosuit, and their job is to just protect the rest of the team. Right. Keep people back alive. Then there's a witness, a company diplomat slash anthropologist, right? Mm. They're the professional talker. They're supposed to make contact with civilizations, translate languages, and hopefully smooth over misunderstandings. Right. Now, those are sort of like your your um, your standard company jobs, right? Then there are for the for our purposes three weirdos. What they call weirdo party crashers. There's the blutter, a nanite addicted sorcerer, um, whose whose powers essentially like come from the nanites in their in their blood, capital B blood, um, like eating themselves alive. Right. So they're hmm. they're they're insane. They're they're they've gone nuts, and uh, you, you, they they're described in the text as like. Like weird techno vampires, like and all that that might imply. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a um, <clears throat> there's a class that we're not using for this called jackal slash mouse, where you either play a, like a criminal or like an orphan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A stowaway, a liar, a thief, who's that who's, kind of survivalist by any means. Part of their of. part of their shtick is that they lie to the rest of the players and mm-hmm. pretend they are a different class. You know what I mean? Oh, and then they like do the other things. The... I mean, yes and no. Like, it's not necessarily always, like, anti-party. It's okay. just, like, they've got their own thing going on and they want you to think that they're, like, they're this just, other thing. Yeah, they're just that much more out for themselves. Right. Okay. And if you guys were putting together characters on your own, right, and not discussing it and me not walking mm-hmm. you through it, yeah. That's something that you could pick and say, oh, no, I'm playing a still writer, but I'm actually playing it, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> then there are two classes that are um, that are uh, skilled in what's called the hell science. And the hell science is, like, people who have, like, psychically unlocked, like, the right weird thoughts to influence quantum mechanics in such a way that they're like mm. bending reality. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It probably doesn't. But yeah, so these people who's like whose perception and like understanding of like reality and the universe and time and stuff like that has gotten to the point where they have basically weird reality bending psychic powers. Right. There are self-taught hell scientists called snakeheads. Um they are like think of the uh, compare them to like a wild magic sorcerer right they can do powerful things but oftentimes they can't control what what happens what comes out right and they're usually from like the hot you know 
wet wastes of, of Earth now, you know, where for some reason, like, you know, it's basically like Jungle Mad Max down there, and, like, people have these weird mutations and, like, psychic powers and stuff. Or you can be what's called a tremulant, which is a company-trained hell scientist, right? Mm. Somebody who has been tested by the archive and, like, they've been sort of scientifically sort of engineered to be, like, you know, what capable doing. of the health science and things like that. So they're they're the regular sorcerer to the wild magic sorcerer that is the snakehead. Okay. But obviously that comes with the connection to the company. Yes. As and it, and anytime you are utilizing the health science, like there's a possibility of like, oh, you know, I just you know opened the floodgates to this weird like ninth dimensional these sentient explosions you know what I mean and they're coming through and they're they've started in my my gut and now they're trying to colonize me you know and all this weird shit so risks risks abound Mm -hmm. with that so those are all the the classes so that's a total of nine that you could pick again I encourage one of you to pick a banshee right um just so that again we can avoid that NPC issue um and you'll be able to interact with, like, you, you know, a, a large portion of this game is, like, just interacting with weird, old, or new, or technically non-existent tech. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so... Having somebody who can fiddle with that is always a good thing. Why can't I preview more? I don't know, but for me, it's taking too much internet juice. <laughs> oh. No, I'm not, I'm not Google. No, okay, well, I guess I'll... You know, rely on Why not? I have it over here on the, the, the iPad too, so okay. don't worry about that if you can't get it to cool. work. So, before we get too far into character creation, let, let me just let me just talk briefly about how the mechanics work. You just need a standard set of dice, right? Standard set of polyhedral dice. The whole mechanic is basically you roll a single die, whatever that is, whatever it calls for, and you're most of the time, you're trying to get a six or higher, right? S- the standard difficulty, uncontested, like you're not against somebody, right? It's just a six, right? So if you roll a six or higher, um, you you win. Congratulations. Um, if it's an easy check, it'd be, it would be like five. If it's difficult, it would be like seven. It's not necessarily that even curve mm-hmm. because very difficult jumps up to like nine, right? Mm-hmm. So there is some some kind of math involved there, but like, if I don't tell you that something is easy or difficult or very difficult, assume you got to beat a six. Right. It's pretty pretty straightforward. Um, when you make a check, basically you choose one of your scores here, right, on your sheet. There's combat, movement, reason, will, and charm, and those will have a die associated with them, like. Your combat might be a D10, right? Your reason might be a D6, right? And let's say you want to attack someone. Well, that would be a combat roll. You'd mm-hmm. take that die, you'd roll it. Um, in that case, it would be a contested roll, so the other person would roll, like, dodge, which would be a movement, and whoever got the higher result there would win, right? If you were trying to... Um, one example of that is bake a pie. Um, <laughs> Uh, proficient. Is, uh, are the proficiencies? Uh, like it's undercooked. No. Ah! Um, 
under reason, you can see one of the sort of verbs they have, one of the actions they have is make slash repair. So that would make sense that you would roll reason to bake a pie. Right. If you wanted to try to see if someone is lying to you, will? under will, you can see there's perceive is one of the verbs there, right? So you would roll will. Right. Let's say you have advantage or disadvantage for you know circumstantial reasons, right? It's exactly like it works in in fifth edition D and D, right? You roll two of those dice instead of one, and you either take the better or the worse result, respectively, right? You fail whenever you roll a one, regardless if you spent points to boost the roll, regardless of the die type. If you get a one, Jesus you messed it. up. Okay. But that's not any different than yeah, any no, other, right. like, you know, like 5th edition, for instance. Conversely, right. oh, that, that doesn't apply to, like, what they call purely quantitative roles, like damage, regenerating a pool, yeah. number okay. of meters an object is hurled, like that stuff, that, that doesn't count. It's like trying to figure out if a binary result, like you succeed or you don't, right? Do or do not. Conversely, at least the maximum result, rolled result, will always be a success. Right? So if you are rolling a d12 and you get a 12, you've, you've succeeded bar none, regardless of what the like total number is. Right. And usually there's some kind of like minor bonus or unexpected positive effect with that, right? So, combat is your total offensive aptitude, including your aim. It excludes your ability to dodge attacks and your speed, because that has to do with the next movement. score, which is movement, right? Movement represents your body in all regards except for attack. Does that make sense? Okay. So, movement yeah. governs things like dodge, run, sneak, pilot, whereas combat is purely about attacking, grappling, you know, that sort of thing. You can be a small, frail-looking character with an amazing combat score. It doesn't have, it doesn't necessarily translate to, like, physical toughness, mm. right? Movement is also for, like, hand-eye coordination, right? So stealing, sleight of hand, opening locks, that sort of thing. Reason is your logic and your knowledge and how fast you can use both, right? If you need to know that you like if you need to know that you know something, you would roll reason. You would find clues, um, track down informatic things, what they call information related things. Um, You'll also need to use it to have conscious control of hell science powers and things like that. Will is the parts of your mind that you can't consciously access, but you have to frequently rely upon, like unconscious awareness, instinct, alertness, um, perception, that sort of thing. Things that like rely on your, your senses and your like equilibrium and that sort of thing. Um, it also, it also, as part of the resist verb there, right, functions as like a universal saving throw, right? Okay. 
Sometimes it'll be coupled with other scores, right? Like most often move, for instance. Um, so you may need to roll a resist check against a volcano, right? Against environmental threats like radiation, venoms, intrusions of the Escher-esque into three space. Ooh, I like that. So, And then there's charm, which is how others perceive you and your ability to confidently lead or manipulate others. Um, intimidation also falls under charisma. Right. So, yeah, anything that has to do with, like, sort of socially manipulating people, deception, seduction, acting, haggling, motivating, that sort of thing, that's all charisma. You also have two pools. You can see below your scores in the sort of the slightly lighter text, health and grit, health and grit. right? Those are fluctuating sets of points, those are pools, right? Um, that you burn those points um, when you either take damage in the case of health or use powers or abilities in the case of grit. Right. Okay. If both of those pools reach zero, you die. Okay? Cool. But what I'm hearing here is if health hits zero, you don't necessarily You don't, die? no. When health hits zero, you become seriously injured slash prone, and you can no longer act, right? Now, someone can still, like, use, a, like, the, a, a peer, a doctor, for instance, can use, like, heal on you and still get you up and, and kind of groggy, but you're back up on your feet, right? And you're still going. Mm -hmm. If you reach zero health and zero grit, like I said, or if someone attacks you while you're prone, kind of coup de gras you, right? Mm -hmm. You die, right? Got it. Now, grit is your ability to perform stressful activities under pressure, right? Sometimes that's weird powers. Sometimes that's just forcing yourself to attack twice in a split second, right? Um, most powers cost grit to use. When you reach zero grit, you're just kind of exhausted, right? That just means that you don't have any more points to burn to activate those powers or abilities or, or, or what have you, right? So, uh, yeah, as you can see, you have total and current values for your health and your grit, right, which makes sense, right? But your grit can sometimes be boosted beyond its maximum, right? You can't have, like, temporary health points, right? That isn't, that's not how that works. Like, you've got a cap on how many health points you have. But grit can theoretically, like, go beyond your maximum temporarily, right? Okay. So, uh, different powers, right? Here are the different kinds of powers, right? Basic and special abilities is what I mean when I talk about powers, right? A standard power takes a round. Basically, if you use a standard power, you can't do anything else other like serious action, like attacking, initiating a roll, whatever it is, that round, right? But as part of a standard power, you can like do a, a minor thing. Like, you can jog up to five meters. You can grab something from your tool belt. You can shout to one of your teammates, whatever it is, right? 
Free powers can be used at will, obviously. Um, any number of them, they can be chained together, you know, like usually you do one before you do a standard action or something sort of more complicated. Some, some at powers require a certain amount of time, like 10 minutes, an hour, a round, whatever it is. Um, and other powers are permanent or passive, right? They're just part of you, right? The power that you need to know, it, you know, like if, if I had to impress upon you one thing to keep in your mind at all times, um, that everyone is going to use, regardless of class, regardless of species, this is a power that is available to literally everyone, is called boost. Basically what boost is, is a, it, you, you basically take a moment to kind of like center yourself, focus, draw upon your energies or your concentration or whatever it is. And basically you can burn on threes. Three grit, six grit, or nine grit. Right? Accordingly, your next roll gets a plus three, plus six, or plus nine. Nice. Right? This is the most important power in the game because sometimes, like, because of difficulty, because of the way that your die works, because of disadvantage or whatever, you really want to succeed, and so you have to boost, right? Or you really want to do extra effect or whatever, you need to boost, right? And so it's kind of a, um, a gambling system where it's a wager, like, if I don't boost the roll, I save the grit that I might need for something else, but at the same time, like, there's that possibility of failing, right? If you boost, you can often succeed simply by not rolling a one, right? You know, so that's an example, right? Um, so it's very important, right? Uh, so just keep that in mind. You can burn three, six, or nine to get plus three, plus six, or plus nine. On your next roll, right? And when I say roll, I mean roll. Like, boost can pump up your damage roll, for instance. Right? Boost can pump up your recovery roll, for instance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's not, it's not um, restrained to a certain types of rolls. Right? You've also got convert. Um, both boost and convert are free actions, right? You can cannibalize your body's strength for sheer get-are-done willpower. By burning three health, you can get one grit. Oof. Yeah, it's kind of steep, but if you really need grit points, you can sacrifice some of your health to get grit back. Okay. Dodging is also a free thing that you can do, a free action. Basically, every time somebody tries to attack you, you dodge for free. It's not something that like takes up energy or time or, or, or whatever. And blah, blah, blah. Okay. We'll talk more about combat when we get into that, and I'm sure we will. So, putting a character together. First thing you need to pick is your class, right? Now, the classes, like I said, there's the standard six and the freaky four. Right? 
Standard six are the, are the common professions, the company guys, right? And then the freaky four, one of which we're not going to use, right? The jackal mouse thing. Um, are the weirdos who are sometimes sent out on ventures, but they're not really trusted by the directorate of the company, right there, you know? So we can't all use those. <laughs> no, because one of you really needs to be one a banshee, for instance, yeah. standard. And also it kind of, I don't know, like a party full of like blutters, like techno vampires, is just kind of like <laughs> it's cool for like a session, yeah. and then later you realize, oh, I literally can't do anything else except all yeah. this weird, you know, pseudo magic. You know, what else are you gonna do with a room full of vampires? Have a yeah. party, I guess. I think, yeah. Blood orgy. Ad- Blood ad- orgy. Ad- ad- adventures become very difficult <laughs> at that point, mm. right? Because you just don't have the skills. Like you really, you need a, a better party blend for that. What could possibly go wrong with a party of all rogues? Each class gets kind of like a marquee power, right? Something that's you know vital and, and, and unique to them, and they also get to choose some other powers as well, right? To start with, so you get a list. So you can like, okay, I want this one and this one. Um, each class determines how much grit you start with, um, and there are also some species restrictions on classes, right? Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but there mm-hmm. there are like two or three, right? For instance, like fleeters, people who are are born like um, on spindle, you know, who are basically like space-born people, right? They have been trapped on spindle for like, you know, the last 20 years or whatever. They haven't had any way to like learn about cool exoplanetary wilderness while they're living in their little claustrophobic room blobs, as they call them. So they can't become Rossi or the Rangers, right? Because uh-huh. they just don't have that experience, mm. right? But some other weird species could because they they weren't trapped. That was their job, or you know that was what they were before they got before the tech quake. Right? Before they got trapped. Okay, that makes sense. So the classes um, are on page. Uh, they start on page thirty-eight. With the, um, the Banshee, right? I think I'm going to grab Banshee. Are you? Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't, I was going to. Yep. Say, so Lilith, there are already mugs out in Hammer and Sugar over there. Okay. Kyle, if you'd also like coffee. I know you're drinking your yeah, beer tea right now. I had a coffee just before I got here. So. Well, there's nothing mm. like coffee except more coffee. That is the beer tea, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, so Sam, for instance, like so, you, you if you're picking a banshee, your marquee power naturally is going to be tack, open, close, or change the destination of a stiff works, right? And there are different like things involved, depending on the type of stiff works it is, right? For instance, a snake man stiff work. Sacrifice a sapient life, then scar yourself, burning d20 minus your will dice health, minimum four. Okay. So, like, so that's like, some flavor going on. Yeah, there. it's some weird, like, you blood to the blood god kind of thing to open that up and make that happen. Right. But that's a, a snake man stiff, stiff works is a rarer kind of, mm. you know, variant of, of that sort of thing. So that's your main sort of power, right? But you've got other class powers as well, right? Um, you get for free dive and jack, right? 
just get a server boiling, Jack. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Dive, for instance, Jack's you, pizza. you burn six grit and you make a move check. If you succeed, you bring one plus your level humanoid-sized beings along with you to safety. Hmm. Like, you got to get people through the stuck bulkhead before the O2 combusts, right? That kind of thing. You can do a little bit of phasing or teleporting. You can also burn an additional six grit to bring one more being beyond your normal limit, right? So since you're starting at level okay. one, if you paid 12 grit, made that successful move check, you'd be able to take three people in the party to safety. Right. So default's two. Well, one plus your level, which would be... One plus level. Yeah. Yeah. Small sapient beings count for half a a slot, right? Large sapiens are double. Small pets are free. Hmm. Cat or beagle-sized things are free. (laughs) If you fail your move check, you injure yourself for D6 health. Right. And then Jack is using, altering, or repairing tech. So you'll burn a number of grit based on the type of tech, which they call the stratum, and the level of complexity. So a force artifact of standard complexity would be 4 times 2, which would be 8 grit to, to interact with. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, what, the what it's going to be right? yeah. Yeah, at the time. Okay. Nice. You also begin play with a perfect environment suit that allows you to safely operate in the void for 36 hours. Now, is that a environment suit which is perfect or a perfect environment suit? It is an environment suit which is perfect. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay. So it's like, it's much better than a standard Enviro suit. It's like, mm. yeah. They're taking care It would be a pretty shitty suit if it was like, this is only rated for perfect environments. Every other environment, it's absolute <laughs> shit. <laughs> And then you have an option to choose one amongst Astrogate, Interface, Power Up, Reposition. And then towards the, the bottom of that, page 40, you can see Grit equals Max Move plus Max Re, right? So Move and Reason. And so what that means is that it's the maximum value of the dice that you have in Move or Reason. So if your move's a, a d12 and your reason's a d10, that's 12 plus 10. That's 22 grit. That makes sense? Yeah. Nice. And then your advanced powers list comes from communications, but since we're not doing, like, leveling up, right, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. So as you level, you get access to powers that you wouldn't have had access to earlier. Yes. You can still pick powers from your class sheet, right, mm-hmm. if you want to go back and, like, oh, I really want Astrogate as well. I didn't get that. You can get that. But you can also get from this specific, like, list of communications powers, right? Hmm. Nice. Okay. So let me know when everybody's chosen a class. I'm going to go Witness. Witness? Okay, very good. What are you thinking of doing, Rachel? I'm just going to pick from whatever's left over. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I say the, the freaks were more appealing than the company people, but I can do the company people. Oh. Don't get me wrong, the company people are also weird as fuck. It's mm-hmm. just okay. that like they're not okay. sanctioned. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? They're societally accepted at least. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I mean, was just whatever you're inclined towards, I'll pick something else. It's not big I was either going to do the Razzie or um, one of the Freaky Four. So. I, there are quite a few that sounded interesting to me, so I'm not really. Are you are you on the are you on the Wi-Fi, Sam? Or are you? Uh, nope, I'm. I'm reaching for the window, and it's.
pulling it down. I think. Well, just connect. Could just connect to the Wi-Fi. That's uh, oh, it's key work. Key work. Yes. Okay. Well, that's only going to be a one of the freaky four if nobody else. But if you yeah. do that, then yeah, I'll go grassing. And I said, well, we got neither of ours with the freaky four, so get some some freaky get some in there. Get your freak on. Freaky. <clears throat> is the password the same as the? No, it is up? capital G. So that should help. Yeah. But it's also Comcast, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You had an uh, almost delightful interaction with him this week, last week, right? I mean, a guy who came out that was, like, you know, perfectly knowledgeable and helpful and, like, replaced the modem and everything like that and was trying to, like, generally, I mean, it would, you know, wasn't just some, like, wage slave or whatever. This guy was generally trying to help me. Um, it's always nice. And I think I might have fixed the problem <laughs> because I was still experiencing that thing like we were just the best way to describe it is like the, the internet hose kept being bunched up by some <laughs> shitty kid and then released and then bunched up and then released again that's right. a really great way to put it um, we need Lance and his goblin laugh <laughs> yeah um, yeah the, the yeah yeah um, yeah um, but it was still happening even with this new modem, which which hmm. both of us thought was the way to fix it because yeah. the previous modem had a chipset in it that's known for like like a high failure rate. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. a, you know, and some issues with it. And so, oh, what I think happened was that the wiring that's connecting that particular jack in that room is like bad. You know what I mean? It's getting yeah. intermittent kind of weirdness, right? And so I moved it temporarily over there to this one which both of us remembered was like still active right i'm still getting signal right and so far i haven't had those issues yet fingers crossed again fingers crossed knocking yeah. on wood because um, yeah otherwise i was going to suggest for any of the uh oh it, it's three letters how do i keep forgetting his name um any of those streams, if you need somebody to actually like do the streaming part of it, I would be able to help. Oh, that. ELH. 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 Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah, um, that that that's that's part of why for the for the uh, for the Cthulhu game, I'm going to be recording, not streaming. Ah, okay. Because I don't I don't have the infrastructure set up for that on Twitch right now, and it's just easier it, for us to just. Yeah. It takes a moment to get all that lined up. To record I it and then post it. Can right. I see this? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it's for. I'm sorry, are you using it? No. I didn't even know it was there. Hmm? It's like food. <laughs> okay. What is a class? Banshee, here we go. So you're a Razzie? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so we got a Razzie, a Banshee, a Witness, right? Mm hmm. Now, what did you say you were going to do, Rachel? I'm looking at you. Okay. <laughs> I love some of these little the, the species connections to uh, tack. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a tribulant. <laughs> Politely ask the gate to open using your brain. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> a tremulant? Yeah. Okay. 
nervous about not having a, a, a doctor. <laughs> Who needs one? We'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, you won't, but... We won't be fine. <laughs> I've seen if, Event Horizon. If, if my tremulant dies, I'll be a doctor. How about that? <laughs> Is either that or a snakehead, but I'll try to be trained. You are a trained hell scientist, a, a Terran conscript who was tortured for years by the archivists in order to allow you to control the <coughs> capital W weird. Nice. So, very, uh, Let's do it. Very classic sci-fi with that, honestly. Yeah. So once you've picked a class and sort of recorded all that information, right, then you need to pick a species, right? As I mentioned before, a fleeter is a space-born human, right? Usually we're talking about born on the spindle itself, right? Oh, gross, excuse me. There's a provincial, which is a human who was born on an exoplanet or, or just not the spindle or space in general, right? The people of the various worlds seated by the ancients or the company or the snake men or whatever they are, right? They're not like ur-humans, like in the way that people who still live on Terran or Terra believe themselves to be. But they're not space-born, not truly speaking, in the way that fleeters are. So they're kind of in between there. Some provincials resent this outsider status within the company, but others embrace it, right? And then um, there are the Wetans, W-E-T-A-N, um, large spiny insectoid beings. Um, who are psychologically the most similar to the gregarious ape. Many cricks, as they're crickets, shrimps, or sometimes you know. Uh, not pejoratives necessarily, but sort of like nicknames for these things, mm -hmm. seem to love void mining as much as adventurous humans. Many wetons live among humans in the flats proper, but others choose to live just below in the sprawling neighborhood of Little Wetana. Little Wetana, I should say. Which is largely controlled by the Wetan Mafia, hmm. an increasingly powerful rival of the Directorate. And I have like, like, there are pictures of these things I can show you as well to give you an idea. <clears throat> then there's the conscript. So th those were like the commons. You know, the, 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 you'll see a lot of these people around Spindle and otherwise. Fleeters, provincials, and these uh, wetons, right? Then there are these uncommon people where you, you've seen one or two of them before, but it's like it's not, mm -hmm. you know, you don't see them very often. Conscript, which is what um, uh, Rachel's uh, tremulant is going to be, right? Because, if I remember correctly, the um, tremulant, um, yeah, needs to be a conscript. It says, or argue with your GM for some other choice. Um, but a conscript, for instance, is someone who, you know, is basically from Terra. Now that Terra is a hot, populous, technology strewn battleground for cutthroat human unhuman and manted empires. Hmm. 
whose citizenries are rapidly evolving the ability to control physics simply by thinking. Uh-oh. Right, that's where the health science. Mm-hmm. So, so for some reason, people, you know, from Terra, because of the environment or, or whatever, like, are They're just tailor-made naturally. for yeah. that, for the health science, right, for doing this mm. kind of thing. There's the pepper elf. The pepper elf is a dark crystal automaton. Um, let me see if I can. There was a good explanation of what they were in the little clicks. A smoky quartz, child-sized automaton from a long-ago destroyed guild ship. And they are explicitly in the text, to most humans and wetons, they are creepy as sin. (laughs) There's the engine, E-N-J-A-N, or cactoid people. They're exactly what you think they are. The Harajun, or the Wing Ape. Fuzzy and random looking tufts of hair, large gray eyes, membranous bat-like proto-wings, and leering permanent smiles. The Jalasti, or like salamander people, basically. 1.6 meter tall amphibian-like beings with a host of colorful sexual and sensory organs arrayed around their heads. Is that what species you think? Hmm? The salamander people? No. Fleeter. Okay. Mongrel. Tiny-faced bear mutant crusaders from the future. Adorable. The gigantic, vaguely mammalian, permanently depressed humanoids called mongrels were created 200 million years in the future by the yellow monks. They sound like Ewoks. They've been sent. They've been sent there back from the future to slay demons, aliens destined to harm and harm humanity's fragile future. <laughs> They're also definitely not Ewoks. I'll show okay. you a picture of what they look like. I have a question. I might have an answer. Okay, so it says under control hell science. It says that I start play with three hell science powers. Yes. All from one of the six paths see below. So, and then when I come down... That's later in the book. Okay, because it says to choose one. I was like, I thought I got that. No, no, the hell science powers are different from, like, the class things. This thing's right. right. Okay, yeah. so I do just choose one, and then there are more to choose from later. Cool, thank you. As part of that control hell science thing, yeah. there are some powers in the that back. you have in the back. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's the Mourn Folk. Glimmering, corpse-thin sapphire wires entwined in the shape of a beautiful elfin Janus whose back is the mirror of her front. They claim to be the ghosts of a dead nation of sapphire elves. The Shudtha. Humans bound entire... They appear to be humans bound entirely in metallic duct tape and possessing vaguely spherical gray metal bags for heads. Sleepers, 
humans who were preserved in cryogenic chambers, regenerator nanite baths, carbonite freezes, or, or what have you. Awoken, sleepers are not right, not at all. Hmm. To give you an example, like, here's their species powers. Cannibal. Insane. <laughs> Open mind. Cool. Yeah, that, that sleepers wake up and they're like, oh, my brain is rotted. And like, I don't know where I am or what year this is. They're having a bad day. Yeah, they're having a, they're permanently having a bad day. <laughs> and uh, blutters, right? Or blutters are frequently sleepers, right? Because, you know, they had this sort of weird nanite stuff in, in, in their blood. And then they woke up and they're like, you know. Literally from like a weird techno coffin. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know what's going on. There's ghosts. In I my need blood. blood. <laughs> you know. They're just weirdos. And these species start on page 67. This will give you the details of like. Yeah. <coughs> oh, thank you. Well, I don't get a choice out of the conscript. Yes. That's one of those restrictions where, like, you know, if you're playing a tremulant, for instance, conscript is yeah, the way to go. Yeah, just a conscript. These are awesome. Furry from Planet Fucking Fury. <laughs> One of the conscript powers? Yeah. Fury from Planet Fucking Fury. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's like Mad Max down there. It's like crazy, psychic, you know, sad. Well, that, that's what most most other people, like, like fleeters and provincials and, like, other species, like, look at Terrans like fucking savages. They're like freaks, you know. Like, mm -hmm. You live on that planet? Yeah. Who, who will sooner, like, the people who they assume will, like, sooner rip off your arm and beat you with it than have a conversation with it, you know. And, and, so and, and obviously that's, that stuff is only, like, partially true. true. That's a mm -hmm. yeah. stereotype, obviously. There's a hint of truth in there, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, but Terra's been, a, like, a crazy mutant wasteland for, for you know, centuries now. You know what I mean? So... Do what you gotta do. Yeah. But as a tremulant, right, you've been like basically abducted and tortured uh -huh. by the archivist as part of the company to like. Which I didn't serve know it. when I picked it. But well, too bad. <laughs> what you get. I was like, ooh, this sounds fun. And then I read it and I was like, oh, okay, Whoa. well, still doing it. <laughs> it's, it's still fun, just it in a different fun. way. Right. So there's a there's a thing under the score box that says DR, right? That's exactly mm -hmm. what you think it is. It's damage, damage reduction, reduction, right? Your yes. armor will give you a value, and that will be like whenever you take health damage, you'll just subtract that. It's like a soak value. Right? Okay, so when a 
your power says you gain a permanent bonus of plus one move. Does that mean the die size goes it, up? No, adds, it adds to whatever. It's literally a plus one. Roll. Right. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So if your reason, for instance, is a d8 plus one, you would roll your d8 and then always add one to whatever the result is. Right. Now, there are instances, I, I remember recalling one power or upgrade or something like that where they were like, your die type for this is yeah, one so. die step higher. Okay, so they'll spell it out differently. They will spell it out for you. Alright, so I know spin, and apparently I get two more languages, because I just rolled a d4 and divided it by two. Mm-hmm. Spin is like the, the patois that everybody speaks on spindle. You know what I mean? It's basically the, the common. just didn't know if there are particular ones I would find helpful or not. Oh, uh, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. You can tell me which ones those would be. Why should I? Because <laughs> it be nice? That's not very good. Because I asked. Hmm. Uh, also, uh, great reason. Can, can you? Can I mean, I can. Okay, yeah. thanks. Will you please? <laughs> for me? Uh, okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, okay. for fuck's sake. For Kyle. <laughs> I'll, do it, I'll do it for Kyle. Do you want me to move so you guys can be closer? <laughs> no. <laughs> we gotta... We, we don't have a knife that thin to cut that sexual tension. <laughs> So in between, uh, what is it, Shuta and the Wettens? Yeah, the the Wetten and the the, the Shuta, the the bag, mm-hmm. the bag <laughs> robots. Yeah, whatever they are. Yeah. I like it because it specifically says, "Xena uh, theoretically oriented archaeologists or archivists are split on whether the Shuta are Escheresque in origin." However, no evidence exists either ways, and the Xenos themselves claim to have forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bear-sized purple lizard that I ride around on. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, did you use the, the random generator? <laughs> yeah, the, you know? yeah. I just plugged in the character stuff. <laughs> give, me, give me a bear-sized purple riding lizard. Smells bad, mean as hell. <laughs> Right. It's gonna be my best friend. Yeah. Does a fuckload of damage if you bite somebody though. Please. Hey. Look at you being all quiet and playing. Look, they're being cute. You don't want to sell me on right now. I still do. Just playing.
So what species is everybody else? A fleeter. You're a fleeter. Wetten. I haven't chosen yet. You're a cricket. I'm sure. You're done with it. Yep. Fantastic. Man, the writing is just good. I was going to have a crow. I got a lot of fucking animals. <laughs> I told you, it had a certain sense of humor that uh, I appreciate. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, like, oh, yeah, you can eat, like, a wider range of things that humans wouldn't even consider food. Like, you can carry around some rotting <laughs> fungus bark and human <laughs> urine energy shots. <laughs> All right. What <laughs> show? Which, uh, some would consider so. a delicacy. <laughs> like Bear Grylls. Bear, you, do, you don't have to do that. There's water right over... Oh, it's going in again. The fun things about... One of the fun things about weapons is that they have trinames. Hmm. Where it's translated from their language, which is rasp, right? Which is this only partially intelligible because it's all like weird bug chitter noises and stuff. But their trinames take the form of adjective noun doer, right? Mm. And they're supposed to be like high-level metaphors, right? Um, so, for instance, bouncy twig screamer, murky plum shaker, seventy cup liquor. Mm. So, and there is a name generator for that if you want Excellent. to like generate. Click through a couple of those, yeah. yeah. I'm going with the Mournfolk or Mongol. Yes. Yeah, they've got a... Tiny Face Bear Mutant Crusader? They, they, no, no. Uh, they, they've got a cool set of powers oh, where they can, like, split themselves and then reform, right? Yeah. To the point where, like... Because they have that kind of Janus quality where they've got the two faces and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But they can literally split into two entities so you're playing two copies of the same character. But their grip pool is shared, uh, right? Uh, okay. And then you can also burn grit to like pop them back in, and you get a free heal out of that actually when you re, when you reform. But that again, pretty solid. You're burning grit out of that, right? So. Gotta keep that up. <clears throat> so if I have my species and my class picked out, and that stuff written down, where should I go next? So the next thing that you should do. So, uh, this is pretty simple. You will assign your die to your scores, right? Okay. You have two different ways of doing this. Okay. They're both arrays, right? So, you can either have... Oh, excuse me. And remember, this is to be spread up amongst your five primary scores. Calm, move, free, will, and cha, right? Mm-hmm. You can have a single D12, a single D10, 
a single d8 and then two d6s. Okay. Focused. Or you can have a single d12, a single d10, two d8s, and a d4. Hmm. Well, that's what I'm going to go for. Go with because tremulants can't have above a D four in combat. Nice. Yeah, the sleepers can't have a D four. <clears throat> have to have a D four in will. Because they're insane, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah the yeah. sleepers are insane. <laughs> and it says, uh, "Play this up." Yeah. <laughs> so now, for those of you who are not necessarily bound by class restrictions, you can do that array that has a D four in it. But keep in mind that a D four can only get like maybe easy checks, right? Because the mm-hmm. diff- standard difficulty is a six, right? So you either have to be aided, some basically somebody helps you and they give you a plus one, mm-hmm. right? or you have to boost in order to get those things to be successful. Actually have a chance, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've got a power that relates to bug stratum Architect? So Architect is anything that is not like manufactured on spindle or whatever. It's like okay. technology from the old world or like lost or, or whatever. The kind of technology that you would find on these ventures and like bring back and technically log with the company and turn it in, but you could just sell it. Right. So Bug Stratum um, is like a Bug is a certain like when I say bug stratum, it's a certain type of technology. Like, there's bug, there's nano, there's uh, clank, there's different types. Okay, and I'm yeah. guessing bug is more of just like organic. In a way, yeah, it's got it's got that kind of like. I think I'm gonna lean into that, that kind of. Twelve. So I like the idea of being the kind of 30. technological focused one. Twenty. I have twenty six grit. That's good. Hmm. Yeah, your class will tell you the the formula for your grit, right? Your health, regardless of what <laughs> class you're playing, is your maximum calm and your maximum move, right? Don't ask what my health is. So the maximum <laughs> values of those two dice added together huh? is your health pool. That's right, you get a permanent plus one to will. Right, and if that affects, like, calculations, things like that, you need to fold that in, right? For instance, yeah, like... it gives me another grip. If, you got a, if your species gave you a plus one to move, that would naturally affect your health as well. So right. Ah, okay. Right, you get a plus one to your health as well because of, hmm. you know, the way the calculation works. Yeah, it's your max roll. I, I see why they said max roll and not relating it to the die. Right, yeah, yeah because your roll can sometimes be D8 plus 1 or whatever, right? Yeah. <coughs> so let me know when everybody has done their class, their species, and figured out their health and grit. Right. 
and and put their dice into their scores, right? Obviously. This is a fun thing. Um, David Dusmalkian, the guy who played Polka Dot Man mm-hmm. in uh, Suicide Squad. The cat? Right. Yeah. Apparently a stray cat approached him when they were filming in Panama, and he decided to like adopt the thing, basically. Mm-hmm. And the costume designer for the film, uh, Judiana Makovsky, sewed a little Polka Dot Man outfit for the cat. It's so okay. Who is named Bubblegum. Oh my god, is there a picture? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. it even has goggles. I need the picture. So oh good. my god! <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Oh, stop it! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's so, so good. Cute. Yeah, I can't. It is amazing. They're like measuring like cute aggression on QI with uh, bubble wrap, bubble and I will squish it all by now. <laughs> We sat there after Suicide Squad and Kyle and uh, Kyle and Jason was just like, Kyle said he didn't die. Didn't say he didn't die. Said he didn't die at the beginning. When I ask you the question, you didn't specify beginning. You just said that he didn't. No, I said I said a lot of them die at the beginning, and you're like, I assume Polka Dot Man does, and I was like, No, he doesn't die at the beginning. All right. I still don't believe it. I felt a little betrayed. Weasel was one of those where I'm like, I should have figured that out. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I thought, like, as like, Weasel's not dead. I doubt that he's, yeah. All right, set up and calculated. I just got to generate a name. Well, there's some other stuff we're going to roll randomly. Cool. To add some extra spice, um, that wouldn't necessarily be covered in the. Uh, cool. The uh, the random generator didn't give you a hustle, did it? No. Okay. Yeah. So basically, all it did was randomize my gear and powers.
Is there a place for their random name generator? Oh, for the for the wetons? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Let me um, double check. Is it connected to their website, or is it actually in the? Uh, it's in the book. It's okay. page two ninety seven. You would roll like some d thirties, and like I can just do that for you if you want. Um, but yeah, it's on page two ninety seven. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea since I don't have D30s on me. Okay, so... <laughs> Who your, am I? Your adjective is falling. Good start. Your concrete noun, right? The middle one, is vine. And your doer noun is thrower. Hmm. Falling vine thrower. You could have also been um, spinning bean baker. <laughs> so if you want, if you want a better one, we can. We can. That's go, a pretty good go name. Through it. Spinning bean baker. Let me see man. what the. Okay, so this one would give have a, been. Give a second run. See what we get. Ten bean sailor. Ten bean sailor. <laughs> I mean, for a navigator, that does fit pretty well. I'm going to do one more. White tree sailor again. Love sailor. Uh, hold on. Fast sun namer. <laughs> namer of fast suns, or you're just fast at sun naming? I don't know. I like 10 bean sailor. 10, ten bean, bean sailor? sailor man, yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> I like it too. Again, this is a high-level metaphor. You're not literally a sailor, mm-hmm. as 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 the wetons say over and over again. It's like it's not. It doesn't mean if I have dancer <laughs> in my name, it doesn't mean I'm a dancer. It's metaphorical, man. Yeah. And everyone's like, "So you're a dancer, huh?" I don't dance. Pick your health science powers. No, was I supposed to go ahead and do that? Because um, you told yeah. me just to let you know when I was done with the other things, so I did. I mean, yeah, but it's just part of your class stuff. Oh, so, yeah. okay. All right, so what page do I go to? Do you know, or should I just... Yeah, yes, I do. Um, so what did it say in your conjure... MR physics. It looked like immerse and then physics should be. Was that, or was that the advanced powers list? Oh. Is what I'm saying. Those are two different things. Let's go back and look. Advanced powers list is Emmer Physics here. Okay, so we're not we're ignoring that because that has cool. to do with All right. Um so it stuff. says I get three hell science powers, all from one of the six paths see below. Okay, yeah, alright. So here are the six paths. Let me know which one sounds Okay. The Black Gate. Um, you study space-time and how to deform it. 
Okay. Your powers include invisibility, teleportation, and extra-dimensional gating. The crown of worms. You study the intersection of biology and physics. Your powers include damage reduction, reanimation of the dead, and regeneration of the body. Creepy. The howling lamp. You study uh, time itself. Your powers include augury, clairvoyance, and time travel. The mask in yellow. You study the sapient mind, language, love, plans, unconscious patternings. Your powers include mind reading, telepathy, and mind control. The Maw, you study energy and its relationship to entropy. Your powers include electrocution, paralysis, and recharging technology. Hmm. Or the Sky That Crawls, you study matter and its relationship to other levels of order in the universe. Your powers include illusions, especially terrifying ones, reshaping matter, and wards, including ones that work on the old ones themselves. Ooh. So it's definitely between those last two. Which one? You pick, please. Say what? Will you pick for me, please? Which one did you say? The last two. The maw. Out of the last two? Pick the maw, then, I think. Okay. Pretty straightforward. Cool. Um, what page is that? I'm about to tell you. Oops. Tremulants spend grit to use their known powers. If you're a tremulant, you can't use powers you don't know. Okay. Right. jump to the mall. The mall is on page 167. Well, it starts on 167 anyway. And there are 20 powers of which you can choose however many you get. Three. Was our child's bathroom terrifying? <laughs> no. Okay, good. Not more than usual. <laughs> well, I, I had them go in and clean it. I just wanted to make sure it was actually, like, at least somewhat clean. clean. Presentable. Yeah. No about that. <laughs> Big asterisk on that. Not responsible. Well, normally I go in and physically check it. I just didn't get a chance to. Wow, I can cause someone to permanently lose their grasp on reality. <laughs> I mean, regular people can do that, yeah. too. Like, Jesus. like, Ted Cruz can do that. You know well. I mean? <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. In a decidedly less cool and interesting fashion, obviously, but. Do you know he's also the Zodiac Killer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Confirmed. You can also project rage, which sounds pretty cool, actually.
fighting strikes again. I have the option to choose something called Wither, which Mm -hmm. you can name a target with limbs who you can see and is not you, and you can just make someone lose a limb. They don't suffer damage in the process. This power can theoretically be useful in medicine, but if it's used in combat, all sapient onlookers who are not you, including the victim, must pass to wheel check or suffer D6 grit damage from the horror of the limbs weird folding up into nothing in space. Hmm. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. I didn't realize I could be quite so scary. It's called the health science for a reason. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Like, you know, it, says, it does what it says on the tin. Sure, <laughs> hell science. <laughs> Completely frightening? Yes. Hi, Francis. No, buddy. Love you. No. There's always time for a puppy. So, let's talk about hustles. Hustle is your background, former career, or present day job. There is a form like blank E where it says tech quake occupation. Is mm-hmm. this right? Basically, this thing gives you a little bit of a, you know, a kind of like a background flavor, right? Your hustle can be current or long past, right? So it doesn't have to be something you're actively doing, right? Um, And it gives you an advantage and a disadvantage Uh on certain things, right? But you don't get to pick. You have to roll a d30. Shit. All right. I can only be some of them, though, so I'll just re-roll if I get one of those that I can't Uh, Not necessarily. Oh, okay. Hustles are pretty agnostic, right? There are appropriate classes suggested for these things, but they're not... No hard requirements. There's no hard requirements. Okay. Okay. So I can roll for you, or you can do a kind of... I got Anthropologist, and I rolled an 8. Anthropologist. Okay. As a as my hustle. I do not have that on my list. Okay. What do you have? <laughs> That's that was on Oh, now I gotta find it on here. Again. Oh. I mean, that's part of what you are as a witness, but it's not your hustle. Okay. I must have just looked at the wrong... What are you, what are you using? The, I probably just looked at it wrong. The uh, hustles are on page 80. They start on page 80, anyway. Okay. So, 
Ready to ready to roll for hustles? Yeah. Let's get hustle. Okay. So Sam, am I rolling for you or what? Make the roll. Okay. Your hustle <coughs> is a yes person. Excellent. You make someone important feel good about their life for a living. You have advantage on will empathize and will sense motive checks. You have disadvantage on will resist other checks. Hmm. Which in this case would be things like um, resisting coercion, resisting radiation, like you're uh, just kind of like... Resisting anything I do. Ish. Um... Okay, so that's your hustle. And that's on page 83 if you want to, like, double-check what I just Make said. Make sure I've got everything written down right. Okay. Lilith. Are rolling for you, or are you roll? You roll for me, please. Okay. You uh, got a two, so your hustle is Avenger. Apostrophe A-V-V-E-N-G-E-R. <laughs> You find and sell to anybody antique bits and bobs for a living. You have advantage on will perceive checks while in techno ruins, including hulks and the spindle, but not the wild of the Escheresque because that's some weird dimensional shit. You have disadvantage on will perceive checks in primarily organic environments. So you're better in like technological. Um, environments. Right. Makes sense since I'm rising. In a thing well, just in, a, in an ironic way, I guess, yes. <laughs> You're just a different kind of ranger. You're yeah. an urban ranger. Right. Yeah. There you go. Techno ranger. Techno Viking. Spindle Viking. Oh. Yeah. I haven't thought about him in a long time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what if he made it through COVID? Okay. <laughs> Kyle, are you... Oh, sorry. I was just reading. Uh, uh, I'll roll. Let's see. Who has a D30? 18. 18. That makes you a physic. Hmm. You treat people's illnesses, physical or mental, for a living. You have advantage on all basic medicine checks, or double advantage on checks related to one medical specialty that you choose. Hmm. You have disadvantage on all combat checks. You're both a witness and like a part-time medic. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird character to have an occupation within an occupation, essentially. <laughs> well, again, this is something that you either is your day job or used to be, or used to do. So, I mean, in your case, it might be used to do. Well, with my background, it's also kind of weird. So you were a nurse, and now you're a... I guess. Yeah. 
You doubled down. You have to you have to embrace the weirdness. It's like Kyle's specialty. You could you could have been a peasant where you are a normcore provincial farmer. Involving space butter and void cabbage. Fantastic. <laughs> space butter. Which somehow gives you an advantage to charisma. <laughs> yeah, to blend in or get away without being noticed. So not not literally sneaking or blending, but like socially sneaking or blending. You know, what I mean? because you're a peasant. Like you look like you're you're you're, you're, you're John Everyman, mm-hmm. right? You're supposed to be. Hey, people got teeth too. Yeah. Even in the future, we still got teeth. In the future, we still. Uh, if there's something comforting about the future, is that we will still have teeth. You have advantage on checks mm. to remain calm, and you place. You'll be renting off. You'll be renting those teeth from a corporation, but subsidiaries regularly. Subdirectors. Where do I? Because it says I get the double advantage on one medical specialty. You know where those are. Um, I, or is it just? Specific? I think you just pick one. I, I don't, generic. I, I don't recall that there was a, a list. So it would be something like I don't know, surgery or like, um, um, like pharmaceutical, like like pharmacy stuff, or like you know, just think of a like a medical specialty that. Maybe you're good with brains. Maybe you're I was going to say be more like a ear, nose, and throat. I was going to say more of like a mental, mm-hmm. like a psychologist yeah, or psychiatrist. Like, yeah, yeah, advantage on PTSD or something. Yeah, that sounds like advantage. So that means you have double advantage, on that, <laughs> which I don't know what that means. I, I roll three dice. <laughs> yeah, that 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 makes sense to me. That you would basically roll three dice and, and take the best pick, of the three. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Gives me disadvantage on my weak. <laughs> nice. So I'm already at a D4 and now you're a disadvantage, disadvantage on it. Well, don't fight anybody. It's very, yeah. very simple. Yeah. I'm not a fighter. I have a lizard. It does all my fighting. Well, right. You're more likely to get a crit. <laughs> I guess. True. Statistically speaking. A 25% chance to crit, I guess. You're also a 25% chance to fail every time you roll the dice. Don't think about that. Don't think about it. It's fun. If I attack with my one weapon, it just breaks. <laughs> if I get a one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, it's a rusty hunting knife. Will you have three things? Okay. Your oh. hustle. Is, <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Sorry. Do you need to re-roll it? I can re-roll it if you want, but... You, you remember that peasant I was talking about? <laughs> re-roll that shit. I'm already tortured. Don't make me a peasant. <laughs> Uh, okay, bookie. Hmm. Bookie? You take money from gambling addicts for a living. You have advantage on all checks related to money, and you know all the best watering holes in the canteen. You have disadvantage on all checks related to the company, official scrutiny, your refactors' opinions, etc. No one trusts you with more than gambling. <laughs> How does that work, Matrimulant? Yeah. 
again, you're held at arm's length because you're a hell science weirdo. It just makes one more thing that they can like Mad Max. Yeah. Okay, so what page is that on so I can read more about it? Uh, 81. Now we are going to skip Kin because that is more. Leon. Those are things that would be more helpful if we're doing like a recurring game, right? We're going to skip that. I mean, this isn't recurring. Probably not. No. Um, and then we you need we need to roll for a or choose. This is an example where choosing would be good too. A Telos, or you know, uh, it's it's listed as Teloi. Um, your primary abstract goal in life. Okay. What do we roll for that? You would roll a d twenty. Two. So for two, your Telos is care. Helping yeah. someone in need. Right? Makes sense. But used to be a physic. Ten. Ten. Your telos is laughs. <laughs> when you it says always telling jokes while driving a big ship around. Pull a, a really stupid move because it's so damn hilarious. <laughs> Guess when we fly real close to this asteroid, nah, I can do it anyways. Nineteen. Let's see. Nineteen? Do it for the loss. Survival. Protect yourself at all costs. Oh, that's such a boring one. Well, roll Fitting again. for a soldier, but yes, I'll agree. Boring. Everybody get some mulligan? You get one. you got to take your second, though. I mean, anything's better than survival, right? Excuse me. Death, 14. Death, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> Passion. Put love before self-interest or reason. <laughs> much better. <laughs> Just seems much more like the Yeah. With my D4 charisma. Yeah, I I'm sorry, I was writing down the book. You gotta have hope, right? Mm. I know I own D20s. But do you? It's D20s. Yeah. Here we go. 16? Pleasure. You put enjoyable experiences before self interest or reason. Sounds about I mean, right. That, that makes some sense. It if does. you've been. Yeah. Captured and tortured for a good bit of your life, finding solace in yeah. enjoying things. It just uh, ice cream. <laughs> it just begs the question of what do I find pleasurable? That's up to you. Sky's the the sky's the limit. <laughs> there is no king shaming in this game. Right. <laughs> I I personally will king shame you. The game will not. I mean, you personally shame me for all sorts of things. So. Right. Well, you should be shamed. Uh, yeah. So here's how the telos works, right? When you act explicitly to accomplish that telos, that goal, right? Mm. You can either gain two grit or plus two on your next roll, mm. whatever that roll may be. Again, maybe it's damage, maybe it's whatever, right? Okay. This is where that paranoia thing comes in that I was talking about. When you act against your primary telos, right, your goal, and another player calls you on it, 
you lose two grit, and they choose to gain two grit or plus two on their next roll. Nice. So there's a little game of bullshit added on top. <laughs> All right. The GM can suggest to your friends when, that they should call you out for betraying your telos, <laughs> but she cannot do so herself. Okay. So, yeah. So the the the, the game can be. <laughs> So there's a, a dial of bitchiness that you can <laughs> randomly spin at any moment in the game. If you need grit, or you just want the other person to lose grit, <laughs> that's something that you can do. Okay. But you get that grit in return. Steal grit from others. I mean, I already have drain, and the person I'm draining from doesn't know I'm draining from them, so... Yeah. Okay. Now it's time to talk money. I'm the bookie, so I either have lots or absolutely nothing. Well, you might be gambling with like marbles and stuff, so I don't know that That's true. <laughs> and you might suck at being a bookie too. That's yeah, true. No yeah. one said you were good. <laughs> I probably do if I had to guess. I'm going to say she sucks at it. Well, being a bookie is more about handling other people's mm -hmm. money. For that is true. You put a bet on Rocky Three, and you pick Mr. T. Right. <laughs> no one knows what Rocky Three is. <laughs> That's why you didn't get no, it. I think it was Dirty. Was it Dirty Work? Yeah, Chevy Chase's character is like a a doctor who's like who gamble makes really shitty like bets all the time. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, so your money is the Void Gilder, uh, hmm. abbreviated as GL, right? You start with. Okay, so at your max will and your max charisma, right? So the maximum values of whatever those two dies are, or, you know, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. If it's plus one, you would add that onto it too, right? So add those two numbers together. Max will plus max charisma? Yes. Ouch. So if, <laughs> if my will was a d6 and my charisma was a d8 plus one, it would be... 15. 15, right. Nine plus six, right. And then multiply that by ten. That's oh, good. Many. 190. That's how many guild guilders you start with. 120. And so that's what you're going to use to buy gear. Four. Right. You also begin play with a single minor piece of archaic called an oddment. Right? This can be a cool piece of old tech, a one-of-a-kind pet, or a major clue for down the road that doesn't throw off the game's balance of power. It may have some minor game effect, but it should be hyper-specific. Perhaps it only works once, or it only works narratively. Examples include a pen featuring an image of a dancing woman who, when the pen is upended, removes her top, a magic eight ball, a Walkman with a single mixtape full of 1970s rock songs, Nice. a 100-million-year-old Bible, a Spinosaurus vertebra dipped in gold paint. A huge blue key with no clear origin or purpose. A mirror that indicates your mood using a colored aura. Or a tinny sounding half octave electronic keyboard with limitless battery. Make up your oddment, ask the GM to make up one for you, or search the internet for the most random possible item you can find. And I also have examples of oddments if you want me to like pull one in later in the book. Mm. 
brain just jumped to the idea of a keytar that only plays the riff from uh, Reading Rainbow when they transition to the next <laughs> book they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like slightly off key. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's ever actually heard the original song. It's, it's roll for this. I keep Is talking about reading Rainbow, and I don't know what you're talking about. Can I roll for this? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah let me I, let me get. I to found the, a list of just thirty of the weirdest fads. <laughs> so I'm just rolling a d30. That's also goes, something. Yeah, you can do as so I can just okay, make a d20. Um, Ooh, a digital camera. <laughs> hmm. There we go. Oh, no, that was 27. Oh, no. Whoops. Mistakes have been made. just stuck with it. Uh, it's a Von Dutch trucker hat. <laughs> you do get a mulligan. At this point, it's like, it's, it's future fashion, you know what I mean? It's... Looped back around. This is popular <laughs> again. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was MySpace. That's, you can't just physically have MySpace, I guess. You downloaded all of MySpace. <laughs> just carried around there. In a little flash drive. I'll, I'll re-roll this to see what I get. Okay. Oddments. Okay. So. Roll. Furby. <laughs> That's better. Normal Furby. <laughs> so I'll roll a d30 for you. Truly horrific. <laughs> 16. So your random oddment is an ancient wood chipper in pristine condition. <laughs> Needs only oh petrol my to start. God. <laughs> Love it. Okay. With the voice of Steve Buscemi inside of it. Or why, um, why Steve Buscemi? Francis McDormand. <laughs> she doesn't die in it. Yeah, but she, you know. Why specifically Steve Buscemi? He gets he's, uh, thrown in a wood chipper in Fargo. He gets in a oh. wood chipper. Yeah. I feel like so I should uh, watch Fargo. I keep hearing people talk. Very good. I love him and Peter Stormare's characters. Oh, I love yeah. Peter Stormare. Yeah, they're just like two assassins that kind of... Does anybody need a random oddment? Yes, please. Eight. Pogs. <laughs> Dude. Got my slammers ready. I got this Alf slammer. Give me left. <laughs> that is the most Friday one of the fruit. most 90s things I can think of Friday ooh a razor fruit. scooter mm-hmm. very modern mm. not sarcastic <laughs> one of them is just Coney 2012 <laughs> just the phrase just the, <laughs> just, I guess the, the idea. you own a shirt that just says Coney 2012 oh, okay. or something I don't know <laughs> Ugh. Fidget spinners. Okay, ice so bucket challenge. Which pisses me off because a lot of people did the ice bucket challenge wrong. Because mm-hmm. the ALS challenge was all about okay, you either pay the money or right. you dump it on you. And most people did both, which fine. Fine. But yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the positive way to misunderstand mm-hmm. the direction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's skewed that way, but come on. So you have received a um, Doris and I, and that's a it's an adjective meaning from the pro- from the province Dar- Dar- Darasan, right? Okay. A chirurgeon's bag of tools. 
oh, including okay. a fine scalpel that does D4 damage, hmm. and a sack of candied health meats <laughs> that taste amazingly good to amphibians and reptilians, but only to amphibians and, and reptilians. Well, not for me. That's I, I can also roll again if you're not satisfied with that, because it is kind of... I, I like it, but it is hyper-specific, and we don't have any amphibians or reptilians right. with us at the moment. We may find some, though. We may find one. But I mean, if the, yeah, if the second roll isn't good, I, I'll definitely go with it. It's just... Who doesn't love a good, like, surgeon's bag, effectively? Well, we can't have two bear-sized purple riding lizards in the... It's true. Because <laughs> they're aggressive. They'll kill each other. Yeah, It's a dominance thing. But I also have a crow, which is just a basically a tiny pterodactyl that flies around and bites people. Hmm. Always fun. I suck at fighting, but I got animals that gave me gave me two of them. What was your um, class again, Sam? Banshee. Banshee, that's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's what you have. You have a genie lamp full of baby solar whales. Highly adaptable, mm -hmm. pellucid blue floating jellyfish. They're not actually whales. Mm-hmm. That grow to immense size when set free. <laughs> I love it. What were they? Solar? Solar whales. Solar whales. Baby solar whales that grow to immense size when set free. Out of the genie lamp. I'm just combining my thing with one of my powers. One of my powers is find clues, so once per session I can get important information from the GM, but I'm going to have it be the Furby is giving me the info. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I love you. Ugh. It loves us. My skin crawls, but I know the truth. So everybody's got an oddment now, right? Yep. yep. Cool. Gotta keep things interesting. So the gear, right? Um, that stuff is on page one, starts on 179, right? One thing to note is that um, for weapons, anyway, you have a choice of like altering the market price either by getting a well-made version or a discount version. Uh -huh. So a well-made version costs twice the price but does an additional d4 of damage with every hit on top of what it's already doing. Right. Hmm. Nice. If you get a discount weapon, it's half the price <laughs> rounded up but it'll break apart or jam or misfire on a one. So, and then it can't be used in combat again until it is fixed. Okay. 
Now you can fix the weapon yourself. That sounds. Or you like can that. hire a blacksmith or gunsmith to do it for you. A check where things can definitely go wrong. But that's only on weapons. That's okay. So only for weapons. Yeah. Good way to keep it in check. What page are these starting? Uh, one eighty. Sorry, one seventy nine. Okay. Well, it's more like one eighty. That's where the melee weapons start. For instance. And these are very much in the vein of like, um, you know, like for instance, the melee weapons. Entry number five is bastard sword, but it's also flambard. It's also katana. Like it's meant to be a, a you know, a category of yeah. similar weapons, right? So you can pick a specific thing that sort of falls into that category, right? Nice. They specifically set things up for even more random. Yeah, you, you can roll randomly for your. Hmm. But, of course, that sort of breaks the whole point of getting guilders and buying them. Yep. It's, it, it's more for, like, you know, if you need... Throw it together real quick. Yeah, or it's loot. like a random, proper, proper random table for loot or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Smart way to do it. There are also grenades you can buy. There is armor, of course, that provides damage reduction. Uh, voidware, like communication stuff. Something that might be interesting mm -hmm. to you. Sam, because mm -hmm. of your tech-related stuff. Um, drugs, of course. Hey. Pets and working animals. Vehicles, which aren't going to be very helpful in this particular <laughs> venture, so okay. I wouldn't waste your money on that. Good to know. Venture wear, like a breather, gas mask, a cartography kit, a drone, yada, yada, yada. You can also hire a worker. Hmm. <laughs> Try to decide if there's even a point to me having a weapon. I mean, if you run out of grit, what what are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. Hide. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. Even even world-class snipers carry a handgun with them just in case. That's true. Have that backup. Yeah. Do I need to have some specific training in order to use it? To use what? Any weapon? Nope. Oh. I mean, you ch check the notes for the item if it says anything like that, but okay. it's just like, you know, you got hands, you can use these things. Well, that's part of why I didn't think I had weapons, just because I didn't see anything like, you're trained in this or whatever. No, there's, not, there's nothing like that in this. Okay. okay, if I can find a cheap enough weapon, I might go for the basic comms. <laughs> mm. 
You can get a returning boomerang. It's only six guild uh, void guilders. <laughs> you can get a sling. It's only one. We know how boomerangs turn out. It's not good. <laughs> I kind of love that there's a bullet shooting crossbow. <laughs> I was looking at that one because that's the exact <laughs> amount of money I'd have left. <laughs> Thunk. Hoping we don't get into much combat. <laughs> I don't know, my rusty hunting knife's gonna go real far. Mm -hmm. you duct tape that to your animal. <laughs> go! Oh, like a battle. It's pot. like a weird, some weird unicorn with a knife on its head. <laughs> I suppose a melee weapon wouldn't be a bad way to go. It's a useless indoors. It's hard to swing. Do it your sandwich. Bardish. Yeah, the damage values are all over the place on these. Mm-hmm. And a knife and a rifle. The knife does almost nothing and sucks. And the rifle is like ten times the fucking dice I get to use just for combat itself. <laughs> it just works. That is the um, that has to do with the um, the type and complexity of the technology. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Like clank is a type, and then the number is like a complexity value, right? So clank is clearly leaning into like mechanical. Clank is like the very bottom, right? It's like yeah, it's like the kind of thing that you would find in like industrial revolution or like. Renaissance thing where it's like gears and sprockets and basic stuff, mm -hmm. right? Explains why most of the melee weapons fall under that. Clank. Mechanical technologies from plows and swords to steamships and guns. Runs on standard physics. All civilizations have some mechanical tech. To most provincials, technology means wood, leather, and metal. Okay. Whereas something like bug, for instance, we were talking about that earlier. Mm -hmm. Bioelectrochemical quantum technologies. Mm. <laughs> Potent stuff. Man, I feel like a witch suit is really fitting for my character, but I sure as shit can't afford it. <laughs> On a better book. Yeah, gamble for one. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I did, and that's why I only have the money I do. <laughs> yeah, you had one. <laughs> yeah, right? And then you bet against the Harlem Globetrotters? What is wrong with you? 
and I'm very squishy, so I'm going to go with the Bend Hollyberg, I think that's what it's called. Future military armored vest. Super plastic, it's much lighter than metal. Mm. Get a minus one penalty for non-dodge move checks. You can get a bug com for 9000 Oh, if only I had the money. <laughs> <laughs> I went with basic com instead. Yeah, that bug com would be amazing. Mm -hmm. On top of already being good with bug com stuff. Okay. I think I'm good to go. Having five guilders left to my name. Maybe a knife. We'll see. <laughs> Six hundred sixty. That's not a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. This is a knife. That's a spoon. <laughs> oh, I see you've played knifey spoony before. <laughs> Thinky boost. What the? <laughs> yeah, it's a drug. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say Playing that better that be a drug. Erotic gestures. A mated foursome. I'm sorry. What? Okay. How hard is this to understand? <laughs> flies around me and my giant bear lizard. <laughs> about quality of the protein or it attacks to wear for d20 damage each round until scared off using fire or copious smoke <laughs> nice
Is there any info about that Enviro suit? I haven't been able to find anything under armor, at least. Oh, the Enviro suit just enables you to function in the void of space for like 36 hours. Ah, okay. Good to know. Then yeah, I may be set on money. <coughs> Without a single guilder to my name. Anybody got 50 guilders for a uh, bicycle? <laughs> Scooty Puff Jr. Well, if you had 2,500 guilders, you could have had a Saurian trained riding rapper there. That's true. Another life. There's a virus here. Nice. Oh, that's good to know. Walkies and comms must be purchased separately, but can be installed within the suit. I have walkies. Oh, good. You gave me three walkies. Very nice. How does ammo work in this game? Uh, it doesn't. The best answer. <laughs> You're not allowed to have any ammo. You just get to hold the guns and look at them. You get to hold the guns and make noises. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that ammo's not a, not, a, not a thing. It's, okay, not, it's so, not tracked. So you don't have to buy it, okay. No. Okay. Save you the expense. <coughs> Stumbled into the random gear. Human femur, weaponized, with nails sticking out of it. Oh, damn. That sounds like some Mad Max shit. Mm-hmm. What are what are our titles? Do we have titles? Oh, that don't 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 pay attention to that. The, your okay. your rank is is uh peon. It's something ridiculous like uh oh, hold on. Lawn darts, aka charts. Hmm. Trying to decide what variation of weird my tremulant looks like when she uses her powers. 
At first level, you are ranked as a mere still fleeter minima non factor subclass petty minus A. Ooh. I don't want to write that down. Yeah. Okay. Fair. So you can think that. Cool. Over that. It's just uh, sci fi bullshit. Do you have any suggestions on what turbulence look like when they're all. Because, you know, tortured for ages, for years, and it's supposed to look like weird when we do I weird know. stuff. Yeah, but I'll show you what a conscript looks, looks like. So cool. Look like Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Just <laughs> correct. Hell, that's <laughs> But like, a really fucked up Tilda Swinton. But like her and Snowpiercer with just like the weird teeth and glasses. The weird teeth and the 70s glasses and shoes. Oh, so, Sam, here's an example of what a weapon looks like. Oh, nice. Two okay. sets of arms. That's got to help with driving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, this is a actually adjust conscript idea. and an exosuit, <laughs> but you'll get an idea of With a, uh, a weird metal cap for where their eye used to be. Oh. Basically, imagine the kind of person who would live in a hot, populous, technology-strewn battleground for cutthroat, human, unhuman, advanced empires, who are also kind of psychics. Just kind of psychic. Mm -hmm. This is what the the uh, the mongrel looks like, the time traveling, depressed space bears. Space bear. That's not the mongrel. That's uh. It looks like Rocky Raccoon turned into a werewolf. I thought that was my five. You're talking about the Morgul. Morgul. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of which, this is what Roberts, that's your little character. That's what the Morn folk or the Morgul. Oh, nice. That's true. It's a crazy blowjob. <laughs> this is a. I mean, <laughs> I can't argue with that, but. An example of a shootha with a weird bag head. Hmm. They're also really fond of swords for some reason. Not really all. Sure. Is that another blowjob joke? No. Okay. Just yeah. checking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It easily could be. Which is why I asked. All I can think is, like, if you have two heads, wouldn't one of them be really bored during a blowjob? Well, if they're not yeah, doing yeah, work yeah. also. Yeah. What? Twice the money. Seems a little <laughs> What? What? The, the oh. You guys don't always pay for blowjobs. I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> AC get turned down again because I am literally freezing to I didn't It is very cold. You go check it so I don't have to unblink it myself. Thanks. Appreciate you. 766. Nope. Should not be. Ooh, that's very that's cold. That's why. 
That's, yep, that's, that's a root. That is why, because that's fucking freezing. <laughs> Feels good. 68, it's cold enough. Not for another 34 degrees, right? Theoretically. Let me know when you guys are, are done uh, putting your character together because the gear is basically the last thing to do, and then you know yeah. put your put your name together again. It with these with these um, different species and everything. If you need help, like coming up with a name or whatever, then like just just let me know. Not one will ever forget the name Ten Bean Sailor. Ten Bean Sailor is <laughs> <was> pretty good. <laughs> Took over for nine bean sailor. <laughs> His name wasn't metaphorical enough. He had one less arm than me. That's why he wasn't as good as driving. <laughs> Trying to change the radio station to noon in the nineties couldn't couldn't keep his eyes on the space road. Space road. Just put space in front of everything. It, it, ma- it, it makes, makes it, it that much better. Yeah. yeah. You're going to pick up space lumber. Drive it down the space road. With your space friends. You guys uh, want to go to space Dang Papa John's? <laughs> space Papa John's? <laughs> Papa Space John? What, what is it? Is it? Where's the space go? John mm. Space John, John Papa? Ooh. Space Papa sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different establishment. Yeah, that would be Cedar's fault. Space pop? No. The- <laughs> <laughs> we're having two conversations. No, we're, we're having one conversation. You're having a different conversation. <laughs> I was telling our child off for touching the thermostat. Because I will end them. And also not buy the mac and cheese or butt cakes. <laughs> okay, so... Very serious in my child, in our child's world. That sounds cruel. <laughs> here's, here's what you need to do. You guys, all four of you, need to need to Uh-oh. pair up. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say we had to come up with a name for our group. No. <laughs> um, you need to pair up, but you can't, like, do multiple pairings. I mean, like, mm-hmm. decide amongst yourselves, like, okay. Who knows who? You know, it's going to be, well, this is, I'm going to determine that, but Ooh. you get to pick who that's going to be related to. We're the company people, right? So that would just like make the most sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, works for me. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Lil's character is still a company, company person. Oh, you're a company? Oh, I thought you were weird. All three of you guys are company. I'm the weird. Ah. Tremulant, and then you guys are all, like, company-sponsored dudes. But I can't be a leader, so you look down on me. Oh. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, we'll send the two of you. I only dislike one of your faces. <laughs> Spindle bros. <laughs> and then we got our freaks over here. Well, you know, you... the one with the crooked smile. Uh-huh. I got like, kind of something about it. <laughs> well, you got that one, so it's twice the hand job. <laughs> Good thing I have a character with six dicks. <laughs> that's too many. That's nowhere in here. I just that's just something I'm adding. <laughs> okay, so the two of you, uh, Kyle and Sam, you know each other. Because you're both dying of the same mysterious plague. Hey! You must work together to live. <laughs> All right. Space cancer. <laughs> Space 
Space AIDS. Oh, no. Spades? Spades. I was just going to go with space herpes, but yeah, that works. Spookies? Oh. Okay, so Laura and Rachel. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on Spookies. Really good. So, you two met in court <laughs> when one of you sued the other for theft, but the case was dismissed. Ah, you're a gambler. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Did you accidentally uh, trust me with your money? Because that was a terrible decision. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I, I got this one. <laughs> The case was dismissed because the judge was like, you don't understand how bookies work. Like, <laughs> you gave, like, this is all legal. This is all above board. You gave the money. Also, Be, being a bookie is illegal, but, I mean, they were on, they were up to snuff with being a bookie. I mean, the, con- yeah, the contract is there. Like, I can't. <laughs> They're wasting my time. My God. Is that what you want it to be? Yeah. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Like, uh, there's that one episode of Cops where, like, this woman, like, waves down the cop and she's like, hey, like, I need your help. Like, I bought bad meth off of this woman over right, here. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, what? And he's like, yeah, I bought meth off her and she didn't give me the right amount of meth yeah. or something. And then he's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> he's like, so she bought some meth off of you? And she's like, I don't deal drugs. I'm a prostitute. And it's like... <laughs> What is that close <laughs> to guys, giving away Scottish free? Guys, guys. <laughs> so close yet so far. <laughs> you both drastically misunderstood what he's there for, I think. Unless you're in like... He's there for keeping the peace. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that involves distributing the right amount of meth to customers. <laughs> Las Vegas or Reno. Then it's okay. Then only one mistake has been made. Alright, so what is everyone's character name? Zickburn. Zipburn? Zick. Zick. Okay. Let me um hold on, let's let's go in order so oh, that I sorry. can record this information. Yep. Okay. So how how do you spell that first name, Kyle? Z I K K. Z I Zickburn, it's a Zickburn. And then B U R N? E. Okay. Mr. Burn. What's your species? Species is Fleeter. Fleeter, that's right. You're a normie. Or as normal as they come. And your class is a witness, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. A whole class dedicated to the Harrison Ford movie. What uh, mm-hmm. pronoun do you use? Uh, let's go he, him. Yeah. Okay. I thought about a they, just kind of vague. Okay, Sam, Sometimes what is your surprised. character's name? Is Ten Bean Sailor? Ten right? Bean Sailor. <laughs> So stupid. I it is it. this oh. close to being a Kojima ass. Mm-hmm. It is. Kojima what was the shitty name? character name I had in that like post-apocalyptic? <laughs> oh one? no, yeah, I'm I'm desperately trying to remember. Oh. Something about ham. Yeah, it was yeah. ham. No, oh, God. Have to listen to the listen mm-hmm. to the back to the tapes. Shithead. Shithead. Oh, that's what it. it was. Yeah, it was shithead and ham. You were ham. Oh, that's right. That's I right. was ham. You were shithead. shithead. Thank you. <laughs> I remember I'm like, wait, it was it was. But two there of was us. one there was one that was really funny. I think it was when we did the the fist game, which was like the mm-hmm. Metal Gear yeah, solid, solid kind of yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. thing. Oh, was what good. was it? It was That killed me. I it remember. was like it was like a three name thing. It was <sighs> I might be able to something find about it. a engorged eggplant. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> something like that. So Ten Bean Sailor, you are a wet Wetten Banshee. Banshee. With he, him as well. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I don't know. 
The name has absolutely no gender to it. Right. That's true. Yes. It's just whoever <laughs> Tenbean feels that day. Okay, uh, Lilith, what is your character's name? Candle, with a K. K-A-N-D-L-E. Got it. Wick. Wick, W-I-C-K? Yeah. Mr. Wick. <laughs> In this case, Mrs. Mrs. Wick. Mr. Wick. Okay, <laughs> and you are a mornfolk. Yeah. That's easier to remember for me than the other name. Mm. The, um, and then uh, Riza, R-I-Z-A. Yeah. Right? R-A-C-I. R-A-C-I. Yeah, R-A-C-Z-I. Oh, R-A-Z-I, right. Razi. That's right. That's Razi. Razi. Sorry. I was like, wait, did my brain do that? All these future words. Yep. And then what are your pronouns? She, her, or they. Nice. They for special occasions. Rachel. You gotta come up with a better name than that. We got Zip. I know. (laughs) Well, then rename me because I'm not good at funny names. I'll I'll fix this. Okay, thanks. I swear to God, if it's ham again, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Shithead? It might shit just be ham. Great. I don't know. <laughs> Waiting for you to just lean into last week's game and go crank my shaft too. <laughs> Vanna T-Fair. Vanna T-Fair? My God. That's pretty solid. E bony. <laughs> Vanna it is. Sandy Ego. Sandy Ego? What? <laughs> Are you just making this up? No, a coworker and I we play a game where like we call it what if you met a person named and then we mm. use like names. Ah, so nice. I was just going through a list. Fair and balanced. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Alright. What if you met a Chinese man named Mouse Strap? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bo staff. Now they they still pay you while you're doing this. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that that seems illegal. Finn Derbender. <laughs> oh, this is just the end of car talk. <laughs> Hammond cheese. The Russian show it for Pikov and Dropov. Uh, Mike Keister. Uh, oh god, I need to, I just need to pull up the full list they run through. Every Dave Van Buster. <laughs> Both? No, the last name is Ann Buster. Tim Poe. (laughs) Loose Scrabble. Oh my god. (laughs) We just do too much of this shit. It'd be like Loose Stool. (laughs) Sorry. Good one, but (laughs) Genocide. Air quality monitor, carmine dioxide, air traffic controller, you landed, you lucky. Mariana Stretch. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Just pun names at this point. Things. Why is list this? Names. What is... Dane Kameen. Oh my Dane god. <laughs> Assistant Fleet Manager, Lisa Carr. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Solomon. Claude Hammer. (laughs) Luke Inglass. 
Mm, there you go. Do you guys do any work? No. <laughs> Hell in a Cell? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Helena? Helena Hell in a Cell? Nice. Hell in a Cell. Okay, okay, okay. Breath Analyzer Administrator, Eureka Garlic. Oh my gosh. They're, they're all so bad, I love them. Dandelion. <laughs> you gotta appreciate it. Art Sandcraft? No, I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Jason is actively not appreciative. Codependence. Ah, there we go. Yep. There it is. Oh, there's the classic. Clothing designer, Hugh Jazz. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jazz. Yeah. 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 Victor Godespoils. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, that's just dumb. <laughs> Correspondence. Ray Norshine. <laughs> Man, I'm going back a ways. <laughs> Matt Tress. Do you just have no other conversation aside from this? Is there anything else you're scrolling? Uh, yeah, well, no, yeah, okay. I'm going okay. past other things. I don't know. I would respect it more if just if your entire conversation <laughs> was just <laughs> just pure Pete the King. <laughs> nice. Ike Contact. Oh man. There are so many of these. Adam McBomb. <laughs> Gas tank welder. Stand back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Graduation coordinators. Valendictorian? Or Valendictorian. Lexicon. Jason's generating a name. Lexicon. There we go. Perfect. I need you to roll a d100, please. Okay. Everyone? Or no? No, just just, me. just just that one. That one? Yeah. Not even gonna use my name. I was. I I must have wow. might have forgot just, it. Just keeps going. Toddler. Hey. <laughs> Sharon Wieners. I actually went to a school with a person's last name it was Dix and his mother's name was Sharon. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a 70. 70. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do I need to roll again? Your name is Stump Rockatansky. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Biff Flank Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Stump? Brick slab chest. <laughs> Stump? Uh-huh. And then Rockatansky. R-O-C-K-A-T-A-N-S-K-Y. Wow, that was really fast. Okay. Yes. Rock. A-T-A-N Sky. Stump Rockatansky. That was just a generic post-apocalyptic name generation thing that I did there. Hmm. Cool. Scout leader. Lawson D. Woods. 
naturally. Mm-hmm. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. This is actually hurting me now. Can you <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're ready to go, Jason. If you're happier with anything, stump. anything to end we'll this. Well, my name is Stump. You're a conscript. Kim Trails. <laughs> Why didn't you say that earlier? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> what are your uh, pronouns? Uh, she, her, which makes no sense with a name like Stump, but that's hey, cool. don't. Don't be a don't be hey. gender essentialist. I'm not being gender essentialist. Anybody stump can be named is an stump. inanimate object. <laughs> Traditionally, a step in French. Everything yeah. is either masculine or feminine. Like yeah. On your on your marks. At least with German elements. At least with German, they have gender neuter as a option for words as well. Right. It's true. Antonolog. Hey. <laughs> My brain tried to make that into analog for a second. At this point, I'm within my rights to, 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 to kick him out, right? <laughs> no, I like him. Caress a wiener. <laughs> that one's fine. I'm okay with that one. Ricochet. Ricochet is normal enough. You'd be like, oh, that's just a name. Yeah, that does kind of, that has yeah. a kind of a normal ring to it. Coal miner. That's just an unfortunate <laughs> naming, I feel like. Somebody out there has to be named right? Coal Miner. Anonymity. A weird last name, but it could work. Pete Stragon. Okay, so 